see, it's all gone. Everything you were, everything you stood for. Then what should I do? All right, then. If you want orders, follow this one. Kill yourself. The Daleks must survive! The Daleks have failed! Why don't you finish the job and make the Daleks extinct? Rid the universe of your filth! Why don't you just die?! You would make a good Dalek. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. We talk about Doctor Who, and we're going to be talking about a Doctor Who episode called Dalek. Just Dalek. It's tough finding this in uh, online when you type in Dalek, you get everything but the episode title. <laughs> uh, this is Rob Sherman, Sherman, yep, in 2005, and this is the episode that restored my faith in the series. What? We have to and my name is Ken. <laughs> Jeff. Julia. And Julia is going to tell us a little bit about the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what that your, tone of voice was about, but I know, thing. really. Um, hey, what are you drinking? Is um, it just water? <clears throat> yeah, so the, the Doctor and Rose travel to the year 2012 and land in a museum. So this has already happened because we're in 2018. So. Yes. Land in a museum of uh, extraterrestrial objects accumulated by Henry Van Staten, uh, who also has this unknown device that he's acquired that uh, he gives it some weird name I can't remember now but um, Metaltron? Metaltron maybe? Maybe yeah that he doesn't know what it is and and um, of course it's a Dalek (laughs) it's a Dalek so um, yeah this this episode restored my faith in the series big time um, this was the first episode. I, I liked a couple of them up to this point, but this one was the one that I absolutely saw as, for the most part, I don't think there's anything bad in this episode, really. Or Considering I, which episode came before it. This was that one, the Slovene? Yeah, the Slovene ones. Yeah. The farting aliens? Yeah, I had a, my, yeah, I was sort of like, I'm not going to watch this. No, but this, this one really was exactly how I picture the series and they didn't hold back people were dying left and right it was exactly what I not that you know but I just felt that on all levels this was exactly and the acting and everything was watching it again I was like wow this is actually better than I remembered <laughs> and I always thought it was one of my favorites so then the series went downhill well yeah and then after that it, it it step, went back to normal. <laughs> this was, I, oh, I just didn't say that. There was enemy Empty Child was shortly after this one. You know, so, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I went... I didn't start watching Doctor Who until it had been on the air again for maybe two years, three years. I, I didn't start watching it right away. I didn't even realize it was... I didn't even, first of all, didn't even realize it had gone off the air. I didn't realize it had come back on the air. And somebody said, you need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. And so I did. <laughs> and I, yeah, the farting aliens, I was like, what is this show? This is so, rid-. I mean, I thought it was good, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. And I, wa- I that Dalek scared the hell out of me. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, oh, this is why, because I knew what a Dalek was, even though I didn't never seen Doctor Who really that I remember. Um, but I knew what they were, yeah. and I knew they were scary, and I knew they were like the big bad guy in Doctor Who. So, watching that, I was like, this is the most terrifying villain I've ever seen in a show like this. You know, I mean, it was, I don't watch horror movies. I don't like scary stuff. Those, that thing scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. And so on rewatch, it wasn't as scary because, you know, now they've become ubiquitous. Yeah. Um, but Victory of the Dallas. It was, uh, Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. It was still, it was still a really good episode. Yeah. You know, and I'd forgotten that when the, when Rose and the English kid, whose name I forget. Adam. Adam. Are running up the stairs. And she's like, oh, they can't, they can't do stairs. They can't do stairs. And then it could fly. And I know that irritated a lot of people. But. But they've already done the, the flying before. But I was like. Oh, yeah. I thought they could only roll around. I about that. I didn't know they could fly. Yeah, they, they had only established it in an episode called Remembrance of Daleks, but most people kind of forgot about that, and they just, oh, well, it's just the Daleks, but... Um, well, the new series Dalek stories have not come anywhere close to this one. They've all been subpar. Yeah. They haven't really all been that great. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I like the idea that we have one of them and not a whole bunch of them. I think... I almost feel like a Cyberman, I, I shouldn't say that because there's been really bad Cyberman episodes too, but even one Cyberman alone I think is better than a whole bunch of them. Once you get a whole bunch of them, it turns into a different type of episode. But Well, I think after a while they just, they started to sound ridiculous. Mm. Like they weren't as scary anymore. Well, it happened in the classic too. <gasps> a lot of people liked maybe the first two episodes of the Daleks, or the Daleks and Dalek Invasion of Earth, and then they sort of fell the apart chase. a little bit with the chase and Dalek Master Plan. Well, Dalek Master Plan, there's a lot of people really fear as. I think it's because it's missing, that's why. Yeah. But, and, I think, and the same argument for power and evil, I think power and evil are sort of the pinnacle of, da- of Daleks. They really got better, especially evil. And then they, well, Genesis is also really up there. So, but they started falling apart after Genesis. I think they went downhill. I don't know. The Daleks have a better track record in the classic series. Well, so did the Sarkman. But, um, but I love Eccleston and Billy Piper. This are fantastic. Everyone's really good, and I love the dialogue. It's so crisp. You know, where he comes in and he says, "Send them off to some place and some place because of the name." It's just, it just, it's such a clever, clever written story, and I was like, that's when I first started noticing. Wait a minute, uh, Russell T. Davis didn't write this one. Rob Shearman did. Okay, wait a minute. Now see a pattern. But it's here. loosely based on his Big Finish uh, audio. Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, the doctor was the one that was locked up in the tower. How often has Rob Sherman come back to do more Doctor Who episodes in the, in the new series? This is the only one he's done. Yeah. Why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's done tons of Big Finish. I know, but he's, he did a really he did a really good episode, and I don't know if he just didn't like. I don't know. I don't so think he's, he's only done. written three things. 
Well, period. Like, okay. He wrote an ep two. No, he wrote two episodes. Oh yeah, Jubilee, and then this wrote something called Born and Bred. B B R E D. So you didn't do any more. And big then finish? something called Static. That's all he's done as a writer. Okay. Well, never mind then. If Rob Sherman, you're gonna be. Sure. Lazy. That's what it says on IMDb. I, I, I don't think he got along with Russell T. Davis. Well, I, think I don't think a lot of people did, but Eccleston certainly didn't. It, and, and every time I see an episode with Eccleston, I'm reminded how much I liked him. Hmm. You know, I, everybody's like, oh, he's terrible, he's terrible. Well, he's done. If you look on Wikipedia, it's got more. Well, that's all IMDb has. Um, but I liked him as a doctor. Yeah. I thought he was good. He was really good in this. His confrontation with the doctor, how he's escalating to the point where he's yelling at the doctor and the, at the Dalek, and the Dalek says, my you favorite. a good Dalek. Yeah, that was my favorite, one of yeah. my favorite lines of all time. It's like yeah. the doctor just is like, you know, geez. <laughs> and, and Billy Piper is playing um, Rose, <laughs> I forgot her name, <laughs> and Rose is so like not knowing what's going, like she's going in there without an agenda. She's like, oh, this is an alien, and uh, we've met up with aliens that are friendly, and she's just... She didn't know what it was. And um, it's so great to see those contrasting, and how... Oh, up until the end of the episode, she's still on on its side, saying, "Look, you know, it's what are you doing? You're mm -hmm. the one with the pointing the gun at him, and you know, of course, you change your mind, you know, later on. <laughs> but but in this particular instance, it was um, well because I think she saw that it, you know it it could be sort of reasoned with, and she didn't see that it was just a killing machine. Yeah. Because it wasn't, because it had absorbed her DNA. Being tortured and everything, you know. When you look at it, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. If you don't know what a Dalek is, you would you would almost be siding with Rose on this. Mm -hmm. But then when it starts to go after everyone and killing everyone, maybe there's, maybe maybe she was wrong, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But they were still. She was wrong about that particular Dalek. Yeah. The only thing that I am conf was confused yeah. about is. Again, I'm often confused. Um, he supposedly killed all the Daleks in the Time War. Maybe this is explained later, and I've just forgotten. Um, oh yeah, it was in the. 50th, and this was the last one. Where did they? What? How did they come back? Um, there might be something about that they they're falling back out of time. When they come back a, a, a season later oh, on, we see season. them all back in the Parting of the Ways. Second right? season? No, yeah. There's. No, is that the thing that's the, the, whatever it's called, the big thing where they're all hiding in? Yeah. It was this big ball or something? Oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Doomsday, right? Doomsday. Um, but there's there's time travel. Some Somehow they come back, they, you know. Okay. So the, he fell, I think he said in this episode, <laughs> he fell, fell through, time. through time or something. Right, which is an explanation for everything. <laughs> um, well, they also come back at... Do Potter at the end. There's like a whole bunch of them with the Dalek Emperor and all that. Yeah. Right, because on Scaro is where they were Born. created, right? Yeah. And and there's the the head Dalek dude. 
What's his name? Emperor. The Emperor. Or Davros. Davros, yeah. And he created the Daleks. Is is he also supposedly dead and in, in killed in this time war? No, I thought he died earlier. But they see him again. Yeah, but... Peter Capaldi's doctor sees him. But that would be before the time war, right? No, it's after the time war. Well, I know that, but I mean... I mean, it was after the was time war in Davos terms of the show, line. but it was... When was the time... When in time was... Did he see Davros? That's... Like I would how, have to can, how can he keep going? How, this is what makes my head it's hurt. It's just like, how come the Master keeps reappearing? How can he go back in time? How can they exist if he's killed them all? If he goes back in time... Well, we find out later that he didn't. Right. Well, I, I mean, so, so what you're saying is, if the Daleks are destroyed with the Time War, why can't... Can he go back to Vulcan and see the ones from Power of the Daleks? And... I don't know, because that's set, you know, he's not going to do that because that's set in time. Once they're but he can be in the past and they're still around before the Time War. But they never, you know, so when he, when the Time Wars die, how come he just can't go back in time and the Time Lords? The Time Lords are different. I think when you killed the Time Lords and they vanished or whatever, that was it. They're, they're taken out of time completely. So if he goes back in time... You can't go back in time for the Time Lords. You can't go back in time for the Time Lord. You can't go back to when he read, when he when he first stole the TARDIS, because that's his own. Well, he can though. He, he goes back all the time in his own timeline. I don't know. Let's ask. <laughs> that's what's so confusing yeah. about this show is because it's dealing with time, and I know the wibbly wobbly thing, but it, that's sort of a cop out. Yeah, well, it is. I mean. In, in this case, they, they allowed the Dalek to be in existing, but it opens up a... I mean, you got to look at it not from what we've seen since, but as, as it was back then, and it definitely opens it up like, well, why can't there be more Daleks, and why can't there be more Time Lords? And mm -hmm. they kept saying, no, there can't be. Well, okay, well, there's one right here, so they would always find a way to write, you know, those in, in there. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, because... Even before the 50th anniversary episode where they explain the whole time war resolution, that they're still going, they're still seeing Daleks, you know? And there's yeah, that they, whole prison planet that... I mean, <clears throat> I know in the Doomsday episode there is some sort of spaceship that houses millions of Daleks that was able to survive the time war. It was taken out of time. And so when, when the Time War happened and they were all destroyed, that's how they survived. So that's how they were able to come down to Earth in Doomsday. And I'm assuming that those Daleks then populated the universe mm -hmm. as we know it. And maybe they were the ones that were involved in the... They had time machines, so they were involved in the New York City one. They, you know, Maybe the Time War takes place far in the future. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's... <laughs> but in, in this case, it, it, you know, it just fell through time. So, that, you right. know, it's like, it's like an answer for it. But it kn knew about the Time War, so it had gone through the Time War. It wasn't like a Dalek from the past. Whereas Asylum had Daleks from the past. Would the Dalek from the past know that there was a Time War? I, I mean, 
I don't know. That's what makes it so. That's what makes yeah. my head hurt when I think about All it. All we much. know is that there won't be any Daleks in Jody Whitaker's first season. Good. So they say. So, um, I like Rose a lot in this one. She was doing her flirting with Adam, which I thought was, um, I don't like when she flirts. She's 19. Yeah, well, still. It's like... She's a 19-year-old chav. I mean... That's fine. (laughs) I guess I'm okay with it then. And they... When they brought back the Daleks, they created the Daleks to be the same size as her, so they would be able to look eye to eye. Uh, um, that's kind of an interesting fact I remember from when I first well, heard right. about this. Because you could, they could look right at. Because yeah, they had an eye contact. They thing wanted her to be able to look right into the eye. I love that whole look of like the blue, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you're when you're cl- when you're watching Doctor Who, you never see that. You never see someone standing there looking right into an eye of a do- of a Dalek, and here she is, this girl doing it. And you're like, get away! <laughs> but um, and I love, like I said, I love the whole Eccleston going off on the, the Dalek and stuff like that. Yeah, he was good in this. He was really angry. There's a um, attention to detail I noticed while watching this episode, which is fantastic. Um, when they're doing that close-up look, I don't know if it was the Doctor and the Dalek or Rose, all you see is the eye stalk and the person. But on the eye stalk, you see a reflection of the lights of the talking, yeah. and they matched up. Wow. And I'm like, I can't believe that they would go out of their way to, like, you know, as it's said, talking to them, you actually the lights are in unison, hmm. but you—it's a reflection. It's not the lights that are doing that. It's like when they're doing that close-up shot, they were still doing the Dalek talking like that, which I thought was—it could have easily have been like you—if you—if the lights weren't even blinking, you would never you have would noticed notice, it. You would yeah. be like, "Oh, this is a great episode." But when you're seeing that, you're like, "Jeez!" And they're in unison with the talking too. So. <laughs> it's kind of neat. a lot of tension and action. I did like that Van Staten got his comeuppance in the end from the woman, Goddard. And I like that her name was Goddard. I thought that was cool. Because Robert Goddard, have you never heard of Robert Goddard? I've heard of him, but I just... The father of modern rocketry. Yeah. He set off his first rocket in my hometown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. On a golf course. Well, golf course now. (laughs) The, um... The exterminate effect I thought was really cool. Uh, just the whole thing. That, when, you know, as a fan of the show, you see the Daleks elevate, elevate, and you see them, the bullets bouncing off or hitting those shields or whatever, and then the thing spinning around. That was that was good. And, and all that stuff is for the classic fan or like, you know, oh it's the Daleks. Oh wow, you know they're doing all this stuff and it's. Did it not do that before? No. It's spinning like tar- torus. Uh, torso, no, it didn't nope. do that. It, it, bullets bounced off of it, but they just bounced they off the metal. Off they didn't right? yeah. the yeah. shield or whatever it had. But I like the way it hit the different ways it killed people. I mean, it elevated and hit the water and killed a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who was its torturer said, We can just sucker me to death. And all of a sudden, whoop, yeah. suckered him to death. Yeah. All stuff you've never seen before. It definitely was a. Um, Cunning 
in the way that it killed people. You know, put thought into it yeah. way more than other Daleks have. Yeah. Other Daleks just shoot indiscriminately. But this one was... Like, it was it was torturing them. Because of the, it's like elevating, and they don't know what it's going to do, and it elevates and it elevates, and then it, electri it electrifies the water. Yeah. It turns on the sprinklers and electrifies the water. That's torture. Yeah. You know? And it's because... That's what Dallas it was do. Well, it's because it was oh, tortured, yeah. I think. There's some great camera actions. I mean, I mean, everything about this episode, like when they're going up the stairs and the woman tells them to keep going and stuff, and we see from the point of view of the Dalek as she's shooting and the bullets, the sound and everything. Yeah, the sound is like muffled. Screaming. And just everything about it. I mean, you know, the, Dan Statton, the actor, was also really good, too, because he's like... The doctor's like, you let it out, or something like that. And in reality, that was the doctor that kind of his presence there kind of got it, but you know, along with Rose, kind of got it to be released. And then I just like how he's like, "What's the nearest city? You know, Utah or whatever like that." Uh, Ten like million city, people, yeah. Salt Lake City, dead. And it, how can it? Why would it do that? You know, I just like the mm -hmm. the whole definitiveness of the whole thing. It's just a lot of really good writing back and forth between the characters. Even Adam is halfway decent in this one. He doesn't become an idiot until later, maybe. But yeah, the next and last appearance. He's only in it twice, right? Yeah. Adam. He's not really yeah. as. Was it Corey Johnson is the actor who plays Van Staten? Yeah. And the doctor actually. Tells all the people that are in the fight, you know, grab a gun and go down there and try to take it out. And it's like, why would the doctor do that? <laughs> he just sent all those people well, if to you the hear it at the end. Goddard says to Ben Stanton, "You're responsible for the death of 200 people." Yeah. So that Dalek killed 200 people. Well, the doctor sent them and down. He there. sent them down there to get killed. Um, I, I didn't know this, I read about this, was originally this was going to be, the title of this episode was going to be called Creature of Lies, and it wasn't going to be a Dalek. They were trying to get the rights to the Daleks. And they didn't get them yet. They didn't get them quite, so they were writing the script, and they were going to make it as a mechanical child, like a bean or something like that. And I guess the concept of that ended up being the, um, I can I never pronounce them. Toclafrain? Toclafrain. Toclafrain from um, those bad episodes. <laughs> but it's sort of uh, an idea that they shelved when they did get the rights to the Daleks. And it's like, but the uh, Terry Nation estate didn't want them to overuse the Daleks. And I'm like, well, then what happened? Because you right. they did well, overuse them. <laughs> rumor has it that they had to use them every season, oh. or they would lose the, the rights to use them. Maybe. But the only thing that supports that was when you had the, the year with all the specials. Mm -hmm. You see a clip of a Dalek in Water of Mars where she's looking out the window as a girl and you see a Dalek flying. Oh. Yeah, this was another one that had a bad wolf reference in it too. Yeah. Which I know you don't like. Well, I mean, at that time it didn't bother me because it wasn't, you know, all it was was just like bad wolf 
whatever landing or whatever it was yeah. a helicopter landing or scene. Mm -hmm. It wasn't over overly done. It wasn't like everyone stop and go. <gasps> you know, it was just kind of thrown in there. Um, you know, it bothered me now looking at it. <coughs> Well, I think when you, like, I didn't notice all the bad wolf stuff until, until probably those final two episodes. And then I realized, because she said it, I've seen this everywhere, and then I was like, oh yeah, we have heard that a lot. And the only time I really noticed it was when it was spray painted, like, yeah. in the parking lot or something. But I, I wouldn't, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I don't know if I noticed it first time around. Except I probably read something about it somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I go on the forums and everyone's like, Bad Wolf this and Bad Wolf that. And I was like, Yes, oh, I don't read those. I don't think I noticed it in the Dalek episode. I would go back and watch it and go, Oh, yeah, they do say Bad Wolf. Who cares? <laughs> That's what your take home message of this episode was that there's a Bad Wolf thing in that reference in it? Okay, great. And then the stuff at the end with the. Dalek dying because it has that emotion in it or whatever was was pretty good. I like that scene. It's a sad scene. <laughs> yeah. It was a sad scene. I know a lot of people found it very upsetting. And I was like, that's what it... It couldn't live like that, though. Yeah. Would have been interesting if it had. Well, that's not well, the first time that they dealt with this. We kind of see what happens, right? The Capaldi story, that Dalek. Into the Dalek. Yeah. It is, yeah. Goes off and lives on a planet. I don't remember what happens. The one where they get miniaturized? Well, I remember that, but I don't remember what happens at the end. Yeah, yeah. He, he leaves. The Dalek leaves? Yeah. Did it die? No, because we see him in Capaldi's last story. It was a Dalek that was in that tower. You know, Rusty? Rusty the Dalek. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember all these last episodes, sorry. Had the first Doctor in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, okay. Now I'm remembering some of it. But there's an episode where they give emotions to these Daleks, and I think they end up blowing up or something like that. Is it um, Evil of the Daleks? Yeah. Given emotions they became silly Daleks they were singing and dancing and stuff. Alpha Omega whatever get Alpha, out of here they Alpha. were singing and dancing well they, they were, I don't know if they were dancing but they were you know obviously they danced as a Dalek but they were singing songs and stuff like that they they got motions Alpha Alpha Omega Beta, beta Omega or something like that. or something like that. the only reason we know that is because we, we heard the episode we didn't see it <laughs> anyways but yeah this was a good one Sure. And then we get the um, the big colorful Daleks in Moffat's era. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Has there been another? I mean, there's been. I liked the episode with um, Churchill. Oh, that's I that's all the, we're talking about with the big colorful Daleks. But I liked the one Dalek in that. Yeah, that's okay. But then it got weird. The two-parter. Eccleston's last story with the Daleks was good. Yeah. After that, dog stories haven't been. I thought the Doomsday episode was pretty good too, with the Cybermen versus the Daleks. I mean, you know, it, I don't know if it, read, if it totally lived up to the hype, but I thought it was halfway decent. But then after that, it's hit or miss. 
Asylum. Yes, that one was good. It's a dog, wasn't it? The one where Clara was a Dalek. Is that the asylum one? Yeah, I guess there's been some examples of some okay ones, but better than Sarman, I have to say, for the new show <laughs> overall. You didn't like Sarman? I like Sarman a lot, but I don't like them in the new series. I don't think they've they've you know the first ones were good, but the, they they've been really bad episodes in my opinion. Hmm. But anything else to say about this one? Nope. No, I think we covered it all. Okay, thanks for listening.